We're visiting with our Shab of the Week, Bryce Chambers. And if that last name sounds familiar, he's a sophomore on the varsity, a wide receiver. And Bryce, you have a, a pretty well-known name when it comes to your family and the history of Wesley football and the recent history of Wesley football. There's been a Chambers in the organization for quite some time. I mean, you look at Barrett, who's now 22. You've got Blake, who's 19. And now you. But the one caveat is you're on the offensive side of the ball. I think also it's unique to have that perspective of the little brother. You're always that tenacious guy that's always trying to compete. Let me take you back to sixth grade because I think it has a lot to do with how you've been able to rise up through the ranks pretty quickly and, and be on the varsity as a sophomore and, and get the opportunity to start. You played with the seventh grade, seven on seven, as a sixth grader. Tell us who your coach was in that one summer where, where you started to play up a year. Um, it was actually Barrett. It was pretty fun to play with him, though. He taught me a lot about defense. So I play on offense. I'll hear some calls and I'll be like, oh, I kind of know what they're doing. Like, it's really nice having that older brother on defense knowing uh, what's about to happen. So how is that relationship coach to player? I mean, he's he's out there calling all the plays. He's he's teaching you everything or at least helping the defense out. What was that experience like playing for your older brother? It was fun, but sometimes got a little hard because <laughs> there's that older brother mentality that he has on me and then just always trying to make me better. A little bit of fighting here and there. The relationship with brothers as you grow up changes over time. It, it comes into the competition arena all the time when you're young. You're always fighting for either the opportunity to just to hang out with your older brothers or to play with your older brothers to prove that you can be there. You know, we talked about it with Mason Mangum. We talked about it with a number of guys that that are the little brothers. There's that little spark, that little fire, especially you being the youngest of, of the three Chambers boys. I always look at that as an asset when you get to varsity. Do you look at it as an asset, that, that constant competition when you were younger, the way that you've been able to bring that to your performance and your dedication this year? It's made me very competitive. Them just beating down on me made me work harder. Seeing them at the varsity level made me want to get there. This has been my dream the whole, all through my whole life. Well, I'm looking in your room right now with the magic of, of Zoom, we can kind of see the immediate background. And you're a Westlake legacy and you celebrate the program and the school. When I grow up, I'm going to be here. You're in the pit watching games in middle school. You're watching your brothers play seven on seven during the summer. You're playing middle school football all the way back to Pop Warner. There's that inherent atmosphere of Westlake. And I see this large poster of Ryan Swope. Uh, and I see the Westlake flag with the, with the logo in your room. If you're my age, you grew up at a certain time, you have heroes on your wall, right? You have Westlake on your wall. Growing up in Westlake's been the best. Everything's been Westlake uh, since Pop Warner. Everything I've done's been Westlake. Seven on seven, Westlake. Pop Warner, Westlake. Now, finally to the varsity. It's big time Westlake. I, I know a lot of people think, okay, well, Bryce Chambers wearing number 10. That's Leo Lowen's number from last year, obviously. And a lot of people looked at, well, who's who's Bryce Chambers? And I have to admit, uh, you know, Chambers on offense shocked me a little bit. What led you to the offensive side of the ball? I think it's where my abilities lie. Um, I think I'm better at offense. I played defense. I liked it. It was fun. But I think I was just um, a better athlete on the offensive side of the ball. One of the opportunities that you had this year that I always like to talk about, and with some of the guys that happens in their senior season, sometimes their first year on varsity, is that first varsity touchdown. And yours was unique because it took that second effort. Go all the way back to that first touchdown, that experience. Explain or describe, if you can, how that one felt. Yeah, I mean, I've scored on that field before, but this was way different. Everyone, just the sideline erupted, and I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Running off the field after that touchdown, 
everyone just high-fiving me, um, getting me going. Mookie just talking me up. It was insane. Sometimes leadership comes in different forms. And what I've noticed from this team is that there is a celebratory aspect to it. No one wants to be sloppy. No one in film, no one wants to get caught loafing on a play. But what I've noticed, whether it is an attack team guy getting an opportunity to play and score or whether it is a starter, it's very clear to me that there is a lot of unity that celebrates the accomplishments rather than push people down. I think sometimes in competitive environments, you have that, hey, you know, I'm going to get mine and you stay over here. It doesn't seem like that's the situation. As a sophomore, how has the senior leadership treated you? Great. It's just made me better, honestly. Um, they're telling me what to do and then I do it. If I mess up, they they say, all right, you go get the next one and then I'll go get the next one and then they'll cheer me on again. Bryce, I, I call it that peer advisory board that says, hey, I'm not waiting for an adult or a coach or, or anybody else to, to call you out. I'm going to call you out. But in the wake of calling you out, I'm going to prop you up. I'm going to help you so you don't make the same mistake again. Who's the one guy on the offensive side of the ball that, that really just drills that from a team perspective? Who's that one guy that comes to you that's constantly trying to make you better? Uh, Luke. Luke's always trying to um, tell me how to like get a defender off of me when I need help. Um, every time I have a question, I'll probably go up to him and ask him, and he'll have the right answer. Luke showed us how tough he is. I think a lot of people miss that about wide receivers. I think we've talked a lot about how physical that position has to be and really what Jackson Coker brought to it for the last three years and how that movement has continued. I jokingly call it the Jackson Coker School of Blocking, but it's it's one of those things that Luke has really adopted and carried forward. How is he teaching you and how is he advising you that this is now kind of a, a legacy at Westlake? You have to play physical or you're not going to be on the field. Take us through what he's been able to teach you this year to get you into that position where you can you can start and play a lot. Blocking is the most important thing. That's how you get on the field. Just being super physical, knocking guys to the ground. And then when he jumped up after he got hit in that Cedar Ridge game, that made me like, wow, he's tough. He showed some physicality right there. So that's what I want to be like, just super physical. We talked to him earlier this this year as our Shop of the Week, and he talked more about getting hyped up after after blocking a dude downfield or putting somebody on the ground than he ever does about his touchdowns. Do you get that same kind of rush when, when you bulldoze a guy downfield and, and it sparks a big run play or opens up a big play? Do you kind of have that same mentality? It's awkward. Most wide receivers, you know, as as Kirk Rogers often says, you know, they're kind of diva-ish and they like to get theirs. But I'm starting to think that Westlake has this thing about blocking. Putting people on the ground, it makes me so happy. Just seeing any of the receivers put someone on the ground gets everyone going. Barrett was a captain. And, and I think with Barrett and with Blake, you have a unique perspective of what it's like to lead a team. As a sophomore, I know that you're not necessarily looked at as a leader, but forward thinking. You've got a junior year, you've got a senior year. What are some of the things that you've picked up from your brothers who obviously Barrett in the ultimate leadership role as a captain, Blake being a, a, a talented you know, safety in that, in that defense and understanding what the legacy means of the Westlake defensive backfield. But what have you picked up along the way, leadership qualities that you know personally that you're going to keep around just in case you have the opportunity to lead the team in the future? Um, just help the younger guys out. If they need help, go help them. Um, make them better. Make yourself better. Let them trust you so they know what to do. Trust is a big word that we've talked about a lot with Coach Dodge, with Coach Salazar, and that trust. You've been a part of the program since Todd Dodge and the staff have taken over. We've seen a difference in mindset. We notice that there is that trust with the coaching staff. And then last year, obviously, winning a state championship. Now there's 
a bit of tangible hardware to go along with it. There's a trophy, there's a medal, there's a ring. As a freshman last year in this program, looking up and, and seeing that success, do you find yourself willing to trust the staff even more, especially during COVID-19 and all the protocols? Do you find there's there's trust in the guys that were on that team? There's more trust in the coaching staff? Um, seeing them make it there and actually win it, that just shows that it's possible. We can do it. I know we can do it. We're a good team. Defense is awesome. Offense has been rolling. If we just keep this up, we can go win it. I think it's unique to see a guy play two different positions. And and the reason I bring up Jackson Coker is you're technically in his spot. A guy that can play the slot. And then we've seen you at times go be the running back. What's your history with the running back position and, and how difficult is it? Well, I used to be a running back. So that running back position isn't very new to me. Just the blocking assignments get a little tough, but it's pretty fun playing both, going in the backfield, and then next play you're on the, in the slot. Makes it really fun. We credit that appearance in your sixth grade year playing with the seventh graders in seven on seven, the opportunity to play with Cade. And, and some of those guys that are juniors on this team that have been around a while. And take us from that experience as a sixth grader, as much as you can remember, did that moment really elevate your opportunity? Did it put it in your mind, hey, I'm a sixth grader, but I'm competing here? That actually fueled your fire to be a younger starter on this varsity team this year? Being a sixth grader on that team um, made me realize I want to be with these guys as a sophomore on varsity. Just competing for a position was hard, but we got through it. And, and now I'm back up with the with Cade and Sullivan, Cunningham, and Luke Aaron was on that team. So a lot of guys that are that are underclassmen, you know, juniors in the in the program that have played and played well, you know, you have that experience. That is Westlake football. The ability to grow up in a community, to have that kind of connection with the people above and below you. Who are some of the younger guys, you know, the sophomores that may not be on the varsity or or even some of the freshmen that that you know that these guys are going to be players. Watch out for these guys. Westlake football is not done in 2020 or 2019. Uh, we've got some guys coming up that are that are pretty special. Tommy McIntyre at corner, he's going to be a beast. We used to work out together in the summer and he would clamp me up sometimes. Garrett Nackfor, he's a receiver. He's super fast. Maybe one of the fastest guys I know. Shifty, um, he'll be great. Our D-line, all the sophomore D-linemen are incredible. Coach Dodge has them rush our O-line just to make our O-line better, and they get through most of the time. I'm not kidding. Most of the time, they'll get through against our starting O-line. Two safeties, Will Courtney and Colin Smith. Colin Smith's new. I've heard he's he makes plays. Courtney's a hit stick god. He kills people. It seems to me that intelligence goes a long way, and and I don't think this is lost on you. 35 of your teammates made the academic All-State team, and we talk about the difference of a Westlake football player in the playoffs. What gives Westlake the edge? It's everything that you've been taught, the knowledge base. How much of that is is really preached through peer pressure versus the coaching staff? At some point, it's got to move from the coaching staff to the players. What's the workload like for you, and does it help you in the classroom? Number one thing to get on the field is knowledge of assignment you probably hear that a lot that's like the classroom like you got to know what you're doing you got to make good grades to stay on this team if you're not making good grades you can't play and man if I couldn't play I would just be so upset and just life would not be good the motivation to stay on the field is the motivation to do well in the weight room to do well in chat maker or champ maker now and and to do well in the offseason what was the offseason like for you from freshman to sophomore where you knew okay I might have a chance to make varsity what was that aha moment for you when you were training where you said oh I'm I'm actually in a position to to compete at the varsity level. Well, at first I was pretty intimidated by everyone walking in that weight room the first day, but then getting to know the guys and everyone, then I was like, okay, I'm pretty comfortable. I know everyone. Um, they're all great guys. Everyone helps out another person. We're all teammates. Knowing when I was probably going to be able to be up there when we go outside and throw routes, I, pro I was just catching every ball, trying to do my best, run every route perfectly. 
what Coach Rogers wanted and do everything right. Let's stay with Coach Rogers because he said something pretty interesting in an interview that we did with him earlier this year. He he is adamant about how much he loves you guys. He tells the wide receiver room all the time, look, uh, you know, I don't have any kids. You're my kids. That kind of relationship, that tough love relationship that that can be there at times, the embodiment of of what he believes a wide receiver should be. It's almost like catching the ball is is an afterthought at times. As a, as a younger player, what's your relationship with Kirk Rogers and, and what has he been able to teach you in, in this short time on varsity? Uh, he's taught me a lot. He's taught me how to be physical, how to be tough. He's always getting on me. Then I'll fix it. Just trying to be coachable. And then when I do fix it, he gets, he uh, congratulates me on that. And it's great. Have any of you guys gone uh, deep in the Google search to try to find video of him as a player? I've tried to search up a video of him playing, but I cannot find one. I have seen pictures of him and it's pretty funny, but Coach Yeager did tell me he was a speedster and he yeah. might have been the fastest guy he's ever seen. I'll be honest with you, Bryce. It's the the biggest secret ever. There's no video of it. It's it's almost become like an urban legend with with how good now he he has no problem talking about, you know, when you ask him a question or anything like that. But but with you guys, it's almost like he doesn't want you to know how, how good he was. So there's so there's nothing that uh, takes away from his mystique, if you will. Uh, we're visiting with uh, Bryce Chambers, our Shap of the Week, sophomore wide receiver for the Westlake Chaparrales. On our Shap of the Week, we always like to talk about how a player gets ready to, to play a game. Now, with two older brothers that have gone through the program, obviously you've seen how they got ready for a game, what pumped them up. Did you borrow anything from them, or did you come up with your own routine of what gets you motivated, what gets you ready to go play on Friday night? Uh, just turning on music, just bumping in the locker room, just turning the speakers all the way up and just getting that mindset ready. What's that one track that – that lights you up because we talked with Luke Respass last week and he said, you know, when we're on the field and ACDC's Thunderstruck comes on, that guitar lick, it's like, okay, it's go time. What's that track for you that, that happens either in pregame warm-up or in the locker room that says, okay, all right, Bryce is ready to go? Probably when we go pregame warm-up and in the air tonight starts playing and those drums go off and I start getting going. You know, that's funny, man, because that, that song has taken on uh, an absolute new uh, audience. You know, my generation has it from when Mike Tyson and the Hangover the, does the drum solo and then he knocks that dude out. And and for you guys, it's it's been in the pregame because we hear it in the press box. You know, we're there setting up for the TV and radio broadcast and it comes on and I kind of look over. It's like, man, something's never changed. It's that moment that really makes us aware that Westlake football is about to happen. It's, it's unique, uh, to say the least. Final thought, as you progress, through the playoffs this is your first experience all of the JV call-ups all of the attack team guys that are really balling out to replicate the next opponent there's that camaraderie that happens when the roster expands what is your perspective on the attack team I know how the seniors look at it and I know how the coaching staff looks at it but it's interesting to see what is a sophomore on the varsity what is your perspective on the attack team and, and the importance of it I think the honestly the most important thing on the team they help us they set up the defense the exact same look that we're going to see on Friday nights, literally the same exact thing. Like you'll see the same Rover in the same spot. You'll see the same defenses, the spins, everything. It's just perfect. They, they do a great job. Your parents have been pretty supportive of the Westlake football program for quite some time. Your mom, I always see her at quarterback club and it was unique there for a little while. They're always there, always at the games. It's almost like they know, Hey, this is our last Westlake Chaparral. It almost feels like that they are right there enjoying this with you and they're going to soak up every moment of it. Is it special to you to have those parents that are engaged that, that really want to celebrate this last run through the Westlake football program with you? 
I got two more years, and they're excited about that too. They get two more years of football, of Westlake football. I just want to play the best for them so they have a good time watching it. Bryce Chambers, our Shop of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Great job. Thank you.